Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Jess, and welcome to yours sincerely, Letterbox. I like to keep a special box filled with my favourite letters from the people I love, the letters that inspired me and made me smile that I treasure the most. And while making this podcast, I've heard so many special letters that I would add to yours sincerely's letterbox. So I'm going to start sharing them with you. A couple of months ago, I spoke to writer and podcast host Bryony Gordon about the letters she would send to the people who mean the world to her, including the author Carson McCullers and one of her closest friends. In this clip, she tells me about the letter she would send to herself to share her gratitude for the person she has become. Okay, so you are gonna like, when I said, even just the thought of telling you who this person is <laughs> makes me feel like violently unwell because it's <laughs> it's so contrary to everything I would want to say, but that's why I've chosen this person and I want to write a letter to myself because okay I, oh, that's good. I, I am so hard on myself like to kind of put some context in on this I am as you may have guessed an alcoholic in recovery I have like a history of mental health issues obsessive compulsive disorder depression eating disorders I could go on I won't because you know we want to be upbeat but I am so hard on myself the reason I've done it is because I I kind of want to give permission to people to pat themselves on the back a bit and just you know that whole cheesy thing of self-love but it's really important because if you don't have self-esteem you're good for nothing basically I know it's been slightly hijacked I'm gonna say by basically schmaltzy memes on the internet yeah prior to that schmaltzy like interviews on telly like but it you know fundamentally you know, it is quite important, even though it seems a bit schmaltzy. It does seem a bit schmaltzy, but I do think, like, it's like the key to everything. It's the key to... And I, and I certainly, I think in the last couple of years, while this pandemic's been banging on and on and on, like, it's fed into the very worst kind of elements of my head. So I always say that the things that all mental health issues have in common, from sort of anxiety to depression to eating disorders to psychosis and beyond is that they work by isolating you and they lie to you and they tell you you're a freak and they tell you you're alone and they tell you no one's going to understand what you're going through. And, and we know, of course, that's not true, but they work by sort of isolation. And so when you have this state-sanctioned isolation and this sort of permission almost to be alone and to cut yourself off, I think that can be really bad for someone's mental health. And it's certainly been really bad for my mental health. So I basically sat in this bedroom where I'm talking to you for more or less the last day 
18 months telling myself that I'm a piece of shit the world revolves around. <laughs> and of course, it's not true. You know, everyone feels this way. But I think sometimes I what I don't do is go, Bradley, you're all right. You know, you're actually all right. And I want to pat you on the back and then we can just get on with life and stop being so kind of self-indulgently self-loathing, if that makes sense. I've had obsessive compulsive disorder since I was a little girl and I call like my OCD Jareth the Goblin King after the David Bowie character in Labyrinth because he's it's like evil but ever so slightly enticing and Jareth for my whole life has like told me I'm the worst person that I might have a terrible illness that I'm going to spread to people that I might you know if I don't say this phrase right then my family are going to die you know which I've had since I was a little girl and then Later on, he's told me that I might be a serial killing paedophile who's blanked out in horror and I'm a terrible oh God, human. It's QAnon. Yeah. This is <laughs> so, definitely so, a member of QAnon. I know. And, but look, this is really common with people with OCD. And so he's basically, Jareth just spends the whole time basically trying to find ways to prove to me that I'm a bad person. And I'm not a bad person. <laughs> I'm just a person. And sometimes I do bad things because people do, you know. But, like, mostly I've done bad things because of, say, alcoholism or stuff that I work on every day. So I want to write a letter to myself and just go, God, Bryony, you're pretty cool. Like, you're sober, you've, you know, I set up something called Mental Health Mates. And you ran a marathon in your underwear and you're, like, 16 stone. Like... What more do you want to achieve in your life, babes? You interviewed Prince Harry about his mental health. You know, like, you do good things. Just get on with it. It's fine. So, how would you sign off the letter to yourself? I would sign off my letter going, you're doing all right, and fundamentally, you're doing your bloody best, and that's all any of us can ask for. I think that that is totally fair enough. Just crack on, love, doing as best you can. <laughs> crack on. If you want to listen to the rest of our conversation, scroll back to the 13th of January for the full episode. If you want to hear more conversations like this, make sure you follow Yours Sincerely with Jess Phillips on the podcast provider of your choice. And why not write a letter to your friends, telling them all about this podcast? I'd love to hear some of your favourite moments from the first 40 episodes of this podcast. So tweet or message me at Jess Phillips Pod and we might feature your suggestion in a future episode. Goodbye. 